Section 12 of The One-Eyed Griffin and Other Tales by Herbert Eskett Inman. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Prince Ghibli Gobli, Chapter 4, The Golden Duck The great sun was just sinking in the west as Ghibli Gobli made his way down the hillside. All the sky was lit up with its beautiful light, crimson and gold and quivering opal, and the clear, placid lake, reflecting the clouds overhead, was aglow with colour, while just at the spot where the sun seemed to be slowly dropping into the water, a pathway of living gold started, and broadening over its surface, seemed to break in ripples of light upon the sands. The air was still and quiet, for all the birds had gone to rest, and no sound broke the silence save the wash of the water as the tiny wavelets broke. The poor tired prince flung himself down and eagerly drank the cool water. Then, having bathed his hands and face, he rose and looked around. Where was the golden duck? Not a living thing was in sight. Stay! Far away down that golden pathway, something seemed to be moving, something so bright that it hurt his eyes to look upon it. Now it came nearer, and Ghibli Gobbly saw, floating calmly towards him, the wonderful bird he had come in search of. A duck that seemed made of burnished gold. Head, beak, feathers, all were the same colour. Slowly the duck swam on, the prince watching it in silent wonder, until it was quite near to the shore, and then, much to his disappointment, it turned and floated on the water fast asleep what should he do he stood a while pondering when looking up he saw he was not alone a beautiful lady stood beside him you seek feathers from the golden duck sir prince she said in silvery tones i do indeed fair lady he replied but i cannot tell how i may get them what will you give me if I obtain them for you? asked the lady. Alas, I have nothing to give, answered he sadly. Will you give me your sword and helm? she said. Ghibli Gobli looked up sharply. No, he cried sternly, I will not part with my sword and helm for every feather in the duck's body. The lady laughed merrily. How cross you are, she said. There is only one other way then. She added, stooping and picking up a dragged piece of rock. See, you can easily hit the duck from here. Throw straight and swift, and every feather may be yours. She held the rock out towards the prince, but Ghibli Gobli waved her away. Lady, he said, I have no right to take the life of the golden duck. Besides, I only want four feathers, and I will stay here until the duck will give them to me. As he spoke, the duck raised its head and looked at him. Then, flapping her wings, one feather was loosened and fell into the water. The duck picked it up with her bill, and slowly swimming to the shore, laid it at his feet. You see, cried the prince, turning to the lady, but she was gone, and sailing away over the hilltop, Ghibli Gobbly saw his old enemy, Grindle Grim, seated upon her ugly steed. Well, that is a change, he laughed, stooping and picking up the feather. Thank you. He paused in wonder, for another change had also taken place, and instead of a duck, a maiden with long hair of golden hue 
and clad in a loose robe of soft golden tissue, stood before him. Poor Ghibli Gobbly never felt how ugly he was before. But now, as he looked at the strange sight, he thought of his own deformed body and hung his head in shame. Oh, lady, he sighed, how can one so beautiful look upon my ugly figure? Prince, said the maiden, have you forgotten what the water fairy said? Or what the tinker told you? Deeds, not looks, make us beautiful or ugly. You have come along the sunset road, and unless your heart had been true, I know you would not have got here, for many a night has tried before and failed. Once already I have tested you and found your heart honest, since you refused to try to kill me and steal my feathers. Kill you? cried Ghibli Gobbly in wonder. Yes, smiled the golden maiden, I am the golden duck. Only when I am called to land to give up a feather can I take this form. And I have never been called before, for none have been true enough to win their way to the lake. But, said the prince, I have not won the feather yet. You are honest, prince, replied the lady, but you have won it fairly. It is mine to ask a deed of honour from any who seek a feather. But your deed was done ere I imposed the task. So now, take your feather, and I must become a duck once more. Ghibli Gobbly looked longingly at her as she spoke. I wish I could do anything to prevent your having to go back again, he said. Prince, there is one thing you could do, sighed the maiden, and that is stay with me here. Then I need not go back. Ghibli Gobbly paused a moment. Lady, he replied, if it were only myself, I would rest content to be as I am. But unless I go back, the king, my father, must be ever a prisoner. Dear lady, is there no other way? The maiden smiled and, bending forward, kissed the ugly face gently. True-hearted knight, she whispered, there is no way yet. But honest hearts are keys that unlock the door of difficulty. The prince knelt at her feet. Lady, he said, when my task is over, I will come back and do what you will to free you. But, he added, I am not a knight, for I have never won my spurs. The lady smiled again. You must win them, then, prince, she answered. Listen, you want four golden feathers. One you have already won. For each of the others you must do some deed to prove your worth. A deed of honour you have already wrought. Your next task must be one of valour. Far to the north of the lake my father is, like yours, a captive. But he is held by a cruel giant until I consent to marry his son. Both giants are fierce and strong. Sir Prince, will you set my father free? The prince sprang up, his eyes flashing and cheeks flushed. Dear lady, I will do my best, he cried, and either release your father or die. Once more the golden maiden smiled. Rest then, tonight. No harm will overtake you on the shore of the lake, for my servants guard it all round. In that tent you will find all you need. And now, farewell, golden heart. The name was spoken almost in a whisper, but at that moment a sigh seemed to fill the air, 
the lake was ruffled by a passing wind, and as the wavelets rose and fell, they echoed the words, Golden Heart, and the prince was alone, whilst far out on the water he saw the golden duck floating asleep. End of section 12